Hey, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hi, everybody. I want to say good morning or good afternoon or good evening, but I have no idea when you'll get the chance to listen to this. So I'll just say good day and hope that you're having a good day and a good week. And I want to just thank you for uh, the opportunity of having of sharing with you in this way and taking this time. And I hope just to take a few minutes here today to give you a bit of an update. Uh, this past weekend, I shared with you about some changes coming here at Effort of Community Church. Uh, honestly, uh, our weekend services are very, very special to me. Uh, there's nothing quite like the corporate gathering of the body of Christ. And I'm not going to go into teaching you know, about that or why that's so important. But I really love to reserve what happens on the weekend to um, the fellowship of the saints, people being together, sharing together, uh, the worship and the word. And so we really do limit and try to keep all the energy that's going on in our weekend services focused around those things, which is why we don't go through a whole long list of announcements. And sometimes we'll give you a bit of an update, but we try to do that in a different venue as a way of honoring and respecting our weekend services and all that God's doing through that. So thank you for taking the extra time to turn in, uh, tune in, so you can hear about a few things happening here. This past weekend, I shared just briefly about uh, some adjustments that we are making here at Effort Community Church as we are moving towards what I would call a post-COVID environment. And uh, it's been quite a year. I don't need to tell you that. You hear that too much anyhow. But uh, we've tried to manage during this time uh, with like several things that were in tension, in tension with each other and trying to manage a balance between all of that. I'm going to remind you of what those five things were. We've talked about them in various times. But just to remind you, uh, first of all, COVID is real. And um, so it's an unusual thing. It's a global pandemic. It's 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 uh, significant. You know, as you know, we've had significant loss here at Effort of Community Church with a few people that have we've we've lost to COVID nineteen, and so we want to take that seriously. Uh, secondly, another part of that tension was that. Um, we want to honor our government. And so I know, my goodness, there's been lots of tension around governments and mandates. And, and I, I share those concerns with you as well. But the thing is, the biblical requirements to honor government were written in times that were far worse than what we've experienced in the past year. I and mean, this past year has been difficult and challenging for us, but that does not give us the right to you know, negate and just disregard government mandates. And so we wanted to be respectful towards that. We wanted to consider our community witness. It didn't seem right, you know, when it comes to the community that we serve in to ignore some things that we should have been doing. But then a couple of things also that were very, very important to us, and that is the spiritual well-being of, of people. Uh, we're pastors, so we want to care for the congregation. And we realized that uh, part of caring for the congregation is the mandate to gather together and be together. And so we want to honor government mandates as much as we can, but then we also want to honor biblical mandates. And so that was part of it. And then finally, there was, uh, we believe that God creates each one of us with a level of autonomy, like make your own decisions. So all of that kind of came together to say, uh, as we gathered last um, May in the midst of a COVID-19 you know, predicament, that we're going to do multiple services so we don't pack the building out with a thousand people at one time. We're going to do things online. 
Uh, we're going to do all of our services are going to be online at a, con- a sense of convenience for you. And so you can gather together as a family. You can gather together as a house church. You can come to one of our meetings. Uh, so we did all that. And you're aware of that. I'm not going to review all of that as well. But over the course of that past year, our desire has been able to say, okay, what's a common sense approach to what we're dealing with, both as a congregation, as a community? And we did that uh, to the best of our ability. And so in all of that, um, you know, by about a month to six weeks ago, maybe even two months ago, I began to think about, okay, it's time to move on from this. We do have a vaccine. Um, and again, we leave you with that autonomy to decide whether the vaccine is right for you. I do believe it's basically an individual decision. You need to consider your health um, and uh, your your place of like, what do, what do I feel like I need to do to do what God's asked me to do? And so for many people, that is, yep, I'm getting the vaccine. For other people, it's been like, hey, I'm just going to wait this out a little bit. That's your decision, but it's available to you if you want it. And so we just feel like it's time for us to move on and, and plan on that. So we began thinking about what's, what's it look like to declare an end to the accommodations that we've made for COVID-19 and really move forward as a congregation. And that's what I'm going to be sharing with you uh, at this point. But before I even do that, I just want to say a special thank you to the congregation of Effort of Community Church. Um, you know, I feel like you have been gracious uh, through this process. I feel like... Um, Man, many of you have served over and above, you know, as we started four live um, services and two online services, many of you stepped in to uh, serve in various ways. And and you were also, I think you took it res- with a sense of responsibility. You know, each weekend we would get a some calls, hey, I was exposed to COVID-19 or I tested positive and so I can't be there or I have these symptoms and so I shouldn't be there. And you took a level of responsibility that actually prevented effort a community church from really being a spreader event. And you, you were so wise about that. And in the same way, just wise when you needed to step out, you know, of course, then there's people that need to step in. And many of you have stepped in at the last minute. And I'm so grateful for the way that you helped us manage and navigate this season that we are in. I'm very, very grateful for that. But on the weekend of, of June 12 and 13, uh, we are making a bit of a shift, and basically all remaining COVID accommodations will be shifting away between now and then. In other words, uh, people in our cafe will not be required to wear a mask any longer. There will be no mask-required service. That was happening on Saturday nights in Auditorium B. That's come to a close. And so all that's finally remained is going to be moving uh, differently on the weekend of, of June uh, 12 and 13, we'll be having two weekend services, and that'll be on Saturday night at 6 p.m. and Sunday morning at 10 a.m. And that goes that returns to the um, uh, the paradigm that we had before we had to make the combinations for a COVID. And the reason for that, the decision that we would have made a year and a half ago to have those two weekend services is. It's a forward-going vision that uh, we as Effort of Community Church, we're meeting here in Clay Township. People come from all over to come be part of our weekend services. But ultimately, our, our, our vision is not to be a gathering congregation, but we want to be a sending congregation. And so we didn't want to, even going back a year and a half ago, we didn't just simply want to add weekend services to fill this building up. But for us in this building and at this location, how can we support house churches, uh, community congregations that would be meeting in various places. And so we're, we're, we're returning to that vision. 
that how can we be a sending congregation? Um, not that there's anything wrong with gathering, but how can we be a place that gathers here for the purpose of sending out? And you'll be hearing more about that through the summertime. But I want you to know that it's about forward-going vision and returning to that place of, of, okay, COVID's over, and so we're about the advancement of the kingdom of God, and how do we do that, and how do we facilitate that moving forward as well? A couple of things about that weekend. Uh, one of the things that we've done over the course of the past um, year <clears throat> is that we've broadcast all three of the weekend services, and that's simply because it was helpful for you to stay in that kind of routine. So if you're a regularly a Saturday night person, then we want you to go to church at home or wherever on Saturday night. Uh, beginning that weekend, we're going to be broadcasting one service. That's going to be Sunday at 10 o'clock, which is what we were doing before. And again, it's a way of consolidating the strength that we have and the resources that we have to do the best that we can do. Really, all of our serve teams have been spread thin for the past year. Kids ministry, cafe, welcome center, ushers, greeters, uh, audiovisual lighting, worship. You know, it's been a lot to do. And normally, <laughs> under normal conditions, if we were launching an additional service, we would take, you know, eight to nine or more months to plan that. And a year ago, the team did it in the course of about three or four weeks. Um, and so that's pretty amazing when you think about what was there, but we got spread very thin in that process, and it's time to consolidate that energy and push it in the right direction for forward-going vision. And so uh, thank you for that. Feel free to let us know questions that you have or even with specific team leads. Feel free to be in touch with them about questions and what that looks like. But you'll be hearing from team leads, if you're not already have, about some changes that we need to make with serve teams. And uh, we are looking forward to making that uh, move for, for going forward. And so again, appreciating your accommodations in this critical season that we have been in. Three more things I want to mention to you, none of which will take nearly that long. Just something I want you to be aware of. First of all, we have heard from our friends in India, uh, and you probably have heard as well, of the significant challenges that, honestly, from what I'm hearing, we can't even comprehend what life is like there. And um, Pastor Glory Das with Jesus Home Mercy Association in southern India have really faced, it's a rural area where medical supplies and uh, that is just very limited. And so they've been especially vulnerable uh, in this season that they're in, and, and they're asking for help. Um, they're asking for help to be able to support pastors and to be help, able to support the ministry, and they're in a place that I can't even imagine specifically around that. So I would just simply uh, send an appeal to you that you know, it could be that you might be getting a stimulus check, that you can donate half or all of that. And I would encourage you to give towards that COVID fund that we have here. You can do that through the website or even just let us know that by um, uh, indicating that on an offering envelope or whatever. But we already have one. But I would make an especial appeal specifically to how we can help India. And if you want to give to that, just simply give through that COVID fund and you can earmark it for India and we will get it to them uh, to help resource them uh, as much as possible. I mean, it's actually so challenging. I don't want to go into some of the details about uh, some of the things that they're doing. I mean, this is everything from from providing caskets for pastors um, that have no money and just the losses there is just overwhelming. And um, so appreciate your consideration concerning all of that. Two more things I want to I want to mention to you. One is um, 
you've been hearing about the Counseling Center, and so I want to just announce, and I'll do this publicly when we get closer to it, but during the month of July, uh, Lauren Patches and Mike Wanger will be joining our team specifically for the purpose of launching the Counseling Center, and so they'll be responsible for getting things in place and organizing. There'll be a lot happening with that, but I want you to know that there's forward-going vision concerning that. And then the second and or the, the final thing I wanted to mention to you as well is Ashland, Pennsylvania. You've been hearing in an earlier update this year of our connection with Ashland, Pennsylvania and some of the things that God may be calling us to do there. And uh, we are very grateful to partner with some folks that are there. Many of you know Jim Horning, of course, with Crossfire Youth Ministry. Uh, you've heard me talk about uh, Paul Eby, who was pastor of the Restoration Ministries Church, which is in Shemokin. And we're working with them. We we helped um, purchase some land there uh, for the church that uh, was formerly owned by an abortion clinic. There's an amazing story around all of that. But what I want to go to for the sake of our time together today is... We are planning a week-long service project in Ashland, Pennsylvania. It's July 6th through 9th. It's going to be led by our student ministry, and they're going to be actually staying there on site and um, and doing ministry through the week, doing different service projects, cleaning up, painting, and doing various things there. Uh, in the evenings, there's going to be worship nights through that, in which there'll be specifically a call for ministry and, a, and an opportunity to minister to the community leading into the support of a almost like a street fair that's going to be happening on Saturday. That will be July the 10th, um, a Saturday in which we're going to be working with and supporting the Restorations Ministry Church as they do a street fair there as well. So more details are going to be coming on that, but I want you to have those dates in, in the meantime so that you can be thinking about being a part of that. Beyond that time, we would look for some ongoing ministry opportunities, even specifically when it comes to children. So if you have a heart to minister to children in that area, um, let us know that, and we can we can work on a team that would be providing ongoing uh, ministry to children beyond that week of July 5th to 9th, or I'm sorry, 6th to 9th. Anyhow, thank you for taking this uh, 15 minutes or so and tuning in to hear some updates. Again, I kind of... Uh, because of the sacredness of our weekend gatherings and the significance of our weekend gatherings, I don't like to take too much time. At the same time, you know, this is very important to be informed. I'd encourage you to, to continue to look at the e-news. It comes out on every, every single Thursday. Uh, take that consistently. There's all kinds of announcements that come that direction, come your direction through that source. And so if you're not getting that, please let us know that so we can make sure that we have your email straight and all of that. And again, thanks for joining us today, whatever part of the day it is for you or whatever day it is. And we'll look forward to seeing you this weekend. Loving this series on uh, the work of the Holy Spirit and God's going to be doing some amazing things. And so we'll look forward to having you be a part of that. Thank you. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com. Effort